Hello, my friends. Nick Labretti here for JR Cigars. And here at JR, we are passionate about everything. You want cigars? We're passionate about Romeo, Monte Cristo, Aging Room. You passionate about cigar cutters, lighters? We have everything. We are passionate about life here at JR Cigars and only here at JR Cigars. Did we get it? I'm not sure. What do you mean you're not sure? I'm out here busting my hump. I got Mike guy in here. Get this freaking camera out of the way. At JR Cigars, we're passionate about everything. Boom! I am so excited, everybody. Tonight is going to be... It's going to be a great show. I can't tell you how pumped I am. Jordan, just off screen, I'm looking at something that I can't share. I'm looking at something that I can't share on the screen yet. What? Because it's coming up soon. A new dojo collaboration. <laughs> I'm holding it in my hand right now as we speak. That's too... I, I want so badly... Tantalizing. I want so badly to share it, but I can't. Uh, That's rude. I know. Rude! Folks, this is uh, episode 343 of Smoke Night Live. Tonight on the show, we're going to be talking with Rick Rodriguez of West yes. Tampa Tobacco Company. But before we get there, um, we're going to do a deep dive. In fact, we're going to do some deep thoughts with Rick um, as well. We're going to go over the whole kit and caboodle with Rick. It's going to be absolutely amazing. But before we get there, guys, I've got this new strategy for... Um, for text uh, spam texters and Facebook spammers, Scotty. Those been there's a lot more of those lately. Welcome uh, our studio audience to the show, Matt and Scott. How are you boys As doing Matt over gets there? Matt up and starts walking away. So Matt, hey, get wait, up. Wait, yeah. How are you boys doing tonight? Doing great, doing great. Great to be here. Our as good always, on a Friday night. Yeah, our good buddies, Scott Braybrand. Brayband. Remember how long it took me to pronounce his name correctly? <laughs> yes, half the time. I, I've known Robin. Him, I, believe. I kept saying like Brabrand and, and all that kind of stuff. But anyways, I can say it right now. And Matt's over there too. How you doing, Matt? Doing good. Are you guys ready for the show tonight? Yes. So here's the deal. I get a lot of these like on Facebook, like you know, like all of a sudden there'll be some like Asian Asian girl in a in a really like uh, sexy outfit, and she'll act like she knows me. And you so, like, stop going to those websites. I, I, I no, seriously, it, it, it logs what's you, what you're doing. It they comes know. out of nowhere. I'm telling you, yeah. this I can't, okay. I okay. can't stop it. But here's, I have a new strategy. I'm going to help everybody out tonight. These are uh, my own tips, Master Sensei tips that you guys can take with you. Sensei's tips. Sensei's tips, and you can uh, learn how to deal with these people. So I started this on Facebook, and I'd make a post, and then there'd be some, like, some like you know, like obviously fake account. And they'd be like, by the way, I don't really know what they get out of this. Like, what's the end game? I'm not really sure what the end game is. It doesn't really matter. But um, they'd say something like, oh, you're so funny. You know, like, like, like that. <laughs> that. Was that? Uh, yeah. I wasn't yeah, and that was racist. <laughs> that, oh, I, no, it was wasn't. Racist. It wasn't. That's just the way it is. <laughs> That's how it is. And so, so then I would say, like, yeah, like, I want to be friends. And then they'd be like, oh, like, yeah, you're so funny and, and stuff. And I'd be like, no, I don't want to just be friends. I want to be like best friends. I want to be like pen pals. Can we start, you know, writing back and forth? So then I, t t tonight, I, uh, Scott, I decided to take it a step further. So let, I'll read uh, my text thread that I got tonight. All right. So All let's right. see what kind of trouble you got yourself into. This is how it went. So this was an actual text message uh, 
that I got on my phone. Yes, because um, they can read that. It was. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did you guys get that? He's Good got job. a real phone, um, guys. So the, the the fake texter from a phone number that I didn't recognize said, um, "Hey, do you have plans for this Friday night?" And at first I was like, "Oh, maybe that's like you know, somebody that I just don't have in my address book. Yeah, just somebody uh, you haven't put in right. contacts." So I said, I responded back, you know, "Who's this?" And then they responded. Um, this is Anna Lee. How have you been? And at that moment, Scott, I knew at that moment is obviously like some sort of spammer, scammer, uh, you know. So I said, uh, I said, oh, I don't I don't know you. And she said uh, or he said probably this is a big fat guy in Russia on a computer, you know. Yeah. And the big fat guy in Russia acting like a girl said, um, I added you when I watched the game in Boston earlier. You know, like trying to connect with she probably she probably he probably noticed that maybe like I was a hockey fan or something. Yeah. yeah. So then I responded, "This guys, this is the this is the money shot. This is how you handle this." So well, I said, "Hey, um, thank you so much. I'm looking for a kidney donor. Could you please help me with that?" Boom. And and that was the end and of it. They ghosted. And 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 then they ghosted me. So if if you have that happen. By the way, it's also doubly good because just on the off chance that you do need a kidney, you know, yeah, then I'm building a, I'm building a database, Jordan, of, of possible potential kidney donors because you know you never know if you're gonna need a kidney. Jordan, how are you doing, my friend? Oh, I am electric. You're electric. Hey guys, if you're watching the show, YouTube or Facebook. Please share the show uh, with your friends on your timeline. Um, that would make a big difference for us. Like, subscribe, do all those sort of things. And then later, if you're listening on on a podcast, um, you know, give us a five-star rating. Why not? Uh, why not? It, it feels so good <laughs> to give a five-star. Why say no? It feels so good to give a five-star rating. You know, why why say no when it feels so good to say yes? Isn't that the, the saying on, in Tommy Boy? I could get a, you could get a look at your butcher. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a deep dive. Um, anyways, folks, on the show tonight, this is going to be fun. I've been looking forward to this interview for a long time because we have an industry icon on the show tonight. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Smoke Night Live. Rick Rodriguez, how are you doing, my friend? Excellent. Thank you so much. I'm just listening to you guys like, oh, my God, I'm learning so much right now. What to not to do and what to do. <laughs> yeah, so when you get those uh when you get those scam texts, Rick, now you know. Now, now exactly you know. Later on the but show mine but... are for mine are for little boys from uh <laughs> like Thailand. I don't know why. You're oh jeez. Uh, I'm getting a little you know, lady boys from Thailand. Oh my god. <laughs> it that, is what it is. Lady that, boys. That's yeah. something I didn't really want to know. <laughs> Did not want to know yeah. that. Um, no, nobody wants to know that. You know? <laughs> Now, Rick, it looks like it looks like you're in a super cool location. You have a kind of a cool uh, setup there. Where are you at? In my uh, garage right now, my man cave. So uh, this is where I do all my heavy lifting, uh, my work and all that. So this has been good uh, uh, to me and great for me. Yeah. Now, Rick, uh, let's let's dive right into the uh, we're going to dive right into the brand early on because we want to get off. the We want to get off the track in the second half of the show, but let's dive right into the brand. You've been in this industry for a long, long time, uh, obviously most recently with CAO, but you, you go way back. Um, 
you were uh, trained as a master blender under none other than Benji Menendez and uh, Ernesto Carrillo and Daniel Munoz. Like, you have a, a long, rich history in this industry. Um, but then just recently, in April uh, 2022, uh, you decided to uh, leave uh, General and CAO and start your own brand, which is called West Tobacco West Tampa Tobacco Company. Company, sorry, I screwed that up horribly. Yep, yep. Um, nope. So let's let's sort of start there um, and talk about the new brand. What? Why did you decide to uh, leave CAO and start your your own brand? You know, well, like uh, everybody in 2020, uh, you know, everybody's kind of sitting around and thinking about uh, uh, the past and the future. And uh, one was, you know, for me, what I want to do for the next uh, 10 years of my life. And so uh, in the background, I knew that uh, my daughter, uh, Sarah, and I was always talking about working together. Could we, you know, ever work together? And I said, unfortunately, because I'm working with, uh, you know, General Cigar, there's no fit for that. So no, I will never, you know, be able to work with you. And so uh, I got a call uh, every year. I got a call from a, one of my dearest friends in the business, uh, Gus Martinez, and he always calls me on my birthday and holidays. And uh, so New Year's of 2021, he called me. So, you know, I wanted to wish you a, a happy New Year's. And uh, what are you doing? And I said, bro, I think I want to retire, get off the road and open a shop and just kind of, you know, just mosey on down the road. And he said, bro, interesting. Um, you know, I'm looking for something to do because he was working with General Cigar as a marketing uh, uh, guy with General Cigar and he was let go, unfortunately, about uh, three or four years ago, but we always stayed in touch. And he says, I'm looking for something to do. So we're going to build this little um, shop in Tampa and uh, about uh, maybe a week or two before we sound the lease, he says, I'm out because uh, I cannot justify. He lives in Richmond. I want to have the shop in uh, Tampa. So if we do the shop, uh, you know, our friendship is going to be broken in our partnership because I'm going to just, just sit back and collect money. You have to do <laughs> all the work. And so if you want to do this, I'll help you do that but I'm out. And I said, I cannot do anything without you because I realized I need a smart guy in the background. I know tobacco. I know, you know, storytelling. I know cigars, but I don't know business. And it says, well, have you ever thought of doing your own line? At that time, bro, no. I was so happy with Jello Cigar and CAO. So I never thought about that. And that started. So uh, I said, that's interesting. Could you ever put together a business plan? And uh, he did, and uh, we read it. Bro, this is—I think we can do this. And so we kind of uh, formed this partnership, and uh, we opened up. Uh, we, you know, started this uh, project about 18 months ago. And so I had to do a lot of behind the scenes. I had to work on the weekends, take calls at night because I didn't want to interfere with General Cigar's business. And so uh, we formed this company. And uh, what are we going to call it? And if you know me, it's all, all about stories and how I connect my family, my history to cigars. So my grandfather and grandmother moved from Cuba in 1953 to row cigars in West Tampa. And so how about West Tampa? And he loved that uh, you know name. And uh, we just launched West Tampa. And then I got the opportunity to work with my daughter and bring her into the business. And so... The three of us uh, really uh, uh, launched West Tampa 
Uh, about uh, three months ago, we started to ship to Europe and uh, two and a half months ago, no, four uh, months ago, Europe and two and a half months ago, we launched it in America. And so far, it's amazing. It's amazing. Now, uh, I'm I'm smoking the uh, West Tampa Black, and uh, let me mm-hmm. see if I let me see if I can get this camera to do this. I'll see if I can get that. Oh, there I got it, Jordan. Look at that. Look at that beautiful. Look at that beaut. Look at that beauty. Look at that. and look how good that I got that. <laughs> look how good <laughs> I got that. You're more impressed with yourself. Right. Yeah, I'm not so much worried about the cigars. Look how good I got that focus. Like that's amazing. And yeah. uh, jo- Jordan, you're smoking the white, right? I am smoking the white, and I'm so, not going to be able to do it as well as you. Oh, you got it. I you got nailed it. it. Um, oh yeah, you got it. You got it. So, yeah. so we're smoking these cigars tonight, which, by the way, you so generously gave us at the. Uh, actually, you gave uh, Robbie and Randy these uh, and Matt at the PCA show uh, in uh, this past summer in Las Vegas. Now, Rick, you were only out of the industry for like a month or so. Um, you, you you had no like what non compete. Normally, it's like a, a year or two before we see somebody pop back in the industry. But man, you were you were there. You know, it was, seemed like a minute. You know, like. Uh, Talk, talk me yeah. through that. Was that the general was just cool with you just firing up a new company? No, not at all. <laughs> uh, but uh, but uh, I really retired. Uh, my last event was on April the 29th. And uh, I retired for the weekend and opened West Tampa on the uh, 2nd of May. So it was really 48 hours. And so because we we're ready, because we did so much behind the scenes, really gusted. Uh, a lot of the work behind the scenes to get us ready for day one. So we launched this company and it's uh general cigar was um, caught off guard. I, I don't know why, because I really kind of warned them for six months to a year that I am going to retire in 2022. And they just didn't want to believe it. Uh, but uh, I did. And it was kind of shock. So I do didn't have a contract. And I was lucky because uh, mm. when I start, when I was done with my training, uh, with uh, you know, uh, General Cigar. So I trained in the factories for a year in the DR, a year in Honduras, and then I trained with Benji for five years. And after that, I went to, to work with La Gloria, and to be the blender to take over from Ernesto. And so I remember Mr. Coleman, the owner of General Cigar at that time. We need a t- contract, and so. I would sign in blood right now. I, I have no plans to leave you. And so, okay, we're going to have a contract. About six months later at the trade show, he announced that he was selling General Cigar to SC, uh, to Swedish Match. And he says, it's not our responsibility right now to give you a contract. That's, you know, Swedish Match. And uh, they how I think they owned General Cigar for, for about uh, two and a half years, three years and never touched that contract uh and then scg bought them and scg says oh we need a contract and i said well, well it's too, kind of too late now because it's been years <laughs> so i i kind of don't want a contract and I said well you can't go to europe so I, they want to extend me for the my first tour of europe he said you cannot go to europe without the contract and i said to them kind of sound more of your problem than mine because you need to contact everybody you set up events with and say we can't send them because he has no contract so they're like <laughs> just go and uh, so i had no contract 
and uh, I was able to leave on a Friday and start, uh, you know, uh, you know, West Tampa on a Monday. I think Jordan, um, I think Rick has, he's beat Matt Booth for the, the quickest transition. I don't think he did a six month. Boofy did it like about a six month. I thought that was, that was really fast. It was impressive at the time. But Rick, I don't think this is basically like Gretzky style record that you've got. <laughs> there, it's yeah. it, this will never. This I don't think, and I, I I could be wrong, but and I'm daring somebody to try to beat this record. I really want somebody to try to beat this record, <laughs> but I don't think that this particular record, Rick, will be beat. That Can't you you left uh, one company and started another brand so quickly. This is one that's going to last in the record books for a long, long time. I hope so, but uh, you know why? I, I really wish for somebody else to have the opportunity like I have. <laughs> so uh, if it happens, it happens. But right now, I'm the champion. I'm going to wear that crown uh, very well. But uh, you know, it is. Uh, uh, you know, it's just it's my life. Uh, I've been just blessed all through my life, and uh, so this is another chapter of my life. Like go through on this path, not this path, and it just works out for me and my family and my partner. Now, speaking of that, I mean, uh, the truth is you have nothing but love for uh, the company that you came from. They gave you a ton of opportunity sure. um, that essentially launched you uh, as an icon into this industry. You know, talk about your time with them and, and, and what an amazing run, 20 years or however long that was, that you had with them. So it's, it's, it's not like you have hard feelings or anything. It's just that's just kind of the way it, it went down. Again, I left for one reason, to work uh, with my partner and my daughter. That's it. Uh, I didn't leave General Zagara but, because I didn't like the company. I didn't like the direction of the company. I didn't like the way they treated me in CAO. It was all positive. And it was very hard to say I'm leaving because I knew that I'm leaving friends that could can a family to me. I've spent more time with some of these guys that I did actually with my family. So that was the hardest part to say goodbye to everybody that helped me uh, get to where I'm at today. So it was uh, devastating uh, news for General Cigar. It was devastating news for me. But, uh, you know, I'm happy that I did uh, make that choice. Uh, I'm not going to look back and I'm going to look at the future. And then, but it all works out. And I think General Cigar is going to be okay they're going to survive yeah. without me yeah i, I, you know? I, I think so you know, and, you know ironically yeah. ironically uh and we brought up matt booth a minute ago uh matt booth now is uh in in their umbrella yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. right yeah, yeah, yeah. so like it, it, it's, yeah. it's sort of an ironic transition all right so folks just let me give you an update on my um i'm smoking the black the uh, west tampa tobacco company black and here's what i like about this cigar rick i'm just I told you before the show, but uh, folks weren't listening at the time. I am a sucker for a cigar that has a little bit of a salty note on the tongue. And this particular cigar has a really nice salty note on the tongue. Um, it's, it's complex. It has a lot of baking spice. But it starts out with that, you know, when you're, the raw tobacco on your tongue has that salty flavor. That's why I'm sort of a sucker for Corojo tobacco a lot of times. Uh, now, this particular cigar is a Habano. And, and, and both of these actually are the white and the black. But let's talk yes, a little bit yes. about these now. Uh, real quick, the name West Tampa Tobacco Company, obviously that, that happened. You, you picked that name because of the, your family um, being involved mm -hmm. in the industry mm -hmm. in, in Tampa. But I think that maybe, Rick, 
unknowingly, maybe knowingly, I don't know, you did something really, really smart here. <laughs> and that is that you didn't name the first cigar um, with some other name than West Tobacco, West Tampa Tobacco Company. Because what happens with the Jordan and I have noticed over the years is uh, a new company will come along and they, they name their, you know, they have a company name, but then they name the cigar whatever, right? Like I can come up with some examples if we want to as we get into this. But then from then on out, people associate the name of that brand with that first cigar that they did. And then that becomes sort of this hard branding issue, this hard marketing issue to overcome. Hey, we're not Protocol, we're Cuba Riqueño. Hey, we're not uh, La Higada, we're Moya Ruiz. Hey, we're not Aladino, we're GRE Tobacco Company. Um, those are just a few examples. D did that thought cross your mind when you came up with these first two uh, cigars to release? Uh, no, it really uh, was the, the driving force be, uh, behind West Tampa is uh, not to focus on me because it's not about me. It's about everybody we're working with. So we knew right away that we're not going to do anything Rick Rodriguez or, you know, by Rick Rodriguez, because when you start to tie yourself into that corner, they expect, you know, certain things from you. And so we knew that we we're going to branch out and work with multiple uh, companies, multiple factories. So let it be about the brand. Why we decided to launch Black and White is simple because uh, I had a fan base in the U.S. and I also have a fan base in Europe and Asia. And so when I was working with uh, Seattle, I was always saying, bro, we need to do a cigar for Europe. Uh, and they loved the idea, but they were always pushing down the road, pushing down the road. So when we had the opportunity to start to work on the blend, do we do one? Yeah, that's the natural thing to do, one. But, uh, you know, why not do two? Let me do two blends that I can satisfy each side of the pond. And so that's the reason. So white was focused on the palate of the Europeans because they are driven by flavors. And sometimes when you look at the Americans, they're more driven by flavor and body. And so, and I didn't, I, I didn't want to go away from my fan base from CAO. They love the dark wrappers, the rich uh, flavors, the medium to full body cigars that we always release. And so why not uh, kind of kill two birds with one stone and launch these two cigars? And that's the kind of the reason behind the scenes why we watch black and white. Yes, we're kind of the same blend, but I want to show people that I can take virtually the same tobaccos and give you two separate experiences, flavor-wise and body-wise. And so uh, if you look at the black, it's not a maduro. It's just black. So we're using the same wrapper that we're using on white, but we're fermenting a little bit longer, and it turns that... Uh, uh, to a uh, deeper color, but we do not heat it up uh, to break down the starches, to turn the starches to the sugar, so you can rotate in your mouth and say, oh, maduro, because I taste a natural sweetness. And so when you're smoking the cigar, white, focus on the wrapper. I want all the flavor that you really enjoy coming from the wrapper, but when you're smoking the black, I want to the wrapper to bow to the, uh, the blend, and I want to uh, focus on the blend, and that is where the flavor of the, uh, the black is coming from, more the blend than the wrapper. Hmm. Now, uh, one of the tricky things about starting a brand, obviously, is deciding 
uh, the factory that's going to produce. Now, you mentioned that you uh, ultimately want to work with a lot of different factories as this goes, as this time, as time goes on, which is a good thought too, because sometimes I think brands can get like too tied to one factory and then they have a hard, then they have a hard time, you know, like veering from that later. And then they kind of become just thought of as, oh, like that's just an AJ, that's an AJ Fernandez, you know, almost Mm -hmm. sideline or something like that. How did you pick this fa- the factory, and what went into that thought process? Is hey, th- this is these are going to be the guys that produce our first release. So we approached about uh, three factories, uh, two in the Nicaragua and one in the DR, and we knew that uh, because I was still working with General Cigar, I can approach them. Uh, so we didn't want to take the the chance of approaching a mid-sized to a large company because it's a small industry and people talk and all of a sudden it gets out there. So we knew that uh, one, we wanted to work with somebody small to uh, be more important to that that, uh, factory. Because when you go to the larger factories, sometimes you're just a number. They will give you a good cigar, but there's a number. So if you leave or you stumble, uh, you know what, go. And it doesn't uh, worry us. But when you partner up with a smaller factory, you can see the sense of urgency. You see the, uh, the, the passion behind the cigar because they're saying to us, if you leave us, you're going to st- devastate this company. So we knew the power that we have. And to the point when I introduced myself for the first time to Jose, the owner of the factory, do you know me? No, sir, I don't. I'm sorry. I'm so entrenched in this factory. I don't look at Facebook and said, well, I'm not just a guy from the street that has his money in the pocket and I want to get in a cigar business. I can guarantee you I can open doors that you can never imagine. Not only the U.S., but I will make your little factory known globally around the world. And so that's a lot of pressure before you say yes to this opportunity. Know this is a lot of pressure I'm putting on you and your company. So if you can't do it, just say that. Uh, admit that to us. But if you say to us, oh, we can do this, uh, we're going to jump in the pool fully. Not just dip our, uh, our toes in the pool. We're going to dive and we're going to make this company, West Tampa, together. Your success and my success is equal. So if you do your job, I can open every devil that we want. The second guard that you're going to have to sell and the third, it's up to you. So if you want this challenge, let's work together and we're going to do some things together. It's going to be amazing. So it sounds like you sort of auditioned like three different factories. And so what made what was the one that won uh, the name of it? And why did you uh, settle on them or not settle? But why did you why did you pick them? Uh, Garmendia, because uh, they understood uh, the direction that we wanted to go. Uh, the samples that we received from uh, their direction that we gave them was spot on. Uh, out of the three factories, everybody said does about an as- uh, average of about five blends. Uh, I would say the first factory uh, gave us two out of the five that I would you know be able to represent. And the other factory gave us maybe uh, uh, three other five, but Garmendia knocked it apart from one to five. And if you can do this, you know, just by Zoom calls right now and understand my direction of what I want to blend and what I want to launch, 
you're amazing and we need to talk. And that's the reason we chose this guy because not only he understood our direction, but he understood the palette that I wanted and the body that I wanted for each cigar. And also at the end of the day, their core values match ours. It's about family, uh, friends, in the factory. How big you know, of a once, how it, big of a factory uh, is is this factory? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a that was a shock to me. That was a shock to me uh, to tell you the truth because I just uh, visited the factory about uh, uh, maybe a month and a half ago. So I'm used to going into factories uh, like the DR. We have about uh, 1,200 rollers. Right. Uh, the factory in uh, you know Honduras, we have about 700 rollers. In the factory that I work with in uh, Nicaragua, we had about 500 rollers. And uh, bless these guys' hearts. They said, well, we could do it. We could do it. We can make cigars. <laughs> How many guys? I walked in the factory. There was 20 people. Mm, wow. We need a bigger boat. We need a bigger boat. And there's no, <laughs> trust us. Trust us. We can do this. And uh, they did. Uh, they, we're working on our fourth order with them right now. And they have been spot on from day one to the last cigar I smoked, uh, like yesterday, from uh, the order for the uh, third cigar. Same thing. So we really realized that we're lucky because knowing this business, we, we're going to give you the best cigar the first and second time. If you don't care, it starts to slide and slide and slide and slide. But this guy is just giving you the same cigar day one to yesterday. Now you know, Rick. Uh, when when they when they finally secured this deal with you, and everything kind of went down, and they knew what was going to happen, and you were off the Zoom call, and you weren't around anymore, they 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 probably looked at each other and said, "What the hell did we just get ourselves into?" <laughs> I think uh, they uh, realized that they just won a lottery, uh, really, uh, because uh, uh, Jose had the opportunity to come to the trade show with me. And uh, he realized that a lot of people were approaching us and the trade show, we wanted to do a cigar with you. And he was amazed, like, why did you select, you can work with that guy, that guy, that guy, why us? Because you are who you are and exactly what we want for our partnership. And so, yeah, he, I think he realized he just won a huge opportunity. Now, uh, the, 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 the good side for you is, and we've seen this with other brands as well, uh, Rick, is um, when you're able to sort of work with a, a smaller factory and you're kind of like the main brand in that factory, it, it really helps you. You're, you're not getting like, um, you know, the, 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 the second set of rollers or the third set of rollers and yep. you're not getting like, okay, here's, here's some tobacco that we have left over for you guys. Like you're getting sort of like their best of their best. And also not only that, but it does allow you probably some, um, uh, liquidity, some, some mobility with them because they're, they realize the importance of what you're doing and this brand. For sure. Uh, they realize that the, the opportunity is there for them. Uh, they focus on our, our cigars, uh, Sometimes we worry about this because they have so many eggs in our basket. So there's a lot of pressure on Gus and I to, you know, deliver what we're promising. And so we can do our job, and we, but we realize we just bombard this guy with a lot of pressure. But uh, the first time I walked into that factory, 
the applause, the, um, the love I felt um, was twofold. They knew that this is the guy that's going to help us and our family for the next, you know, one year, hopefully 20 years. And so they knew that the, you know, I represented the future for that little company. And so they're really keen on making the best cigar they can. And so, and we're able to pay them uh, a bonus right now that they have not received in two years. Uh, so because the amount of cigars that he was producing didn't allow me him to pay bonus. Now they have. And so it just worked out for everybody. It worked out for Gus and I, it worked out for them. And so it's just, a, it's just beautiful that uh, we found this guy because if you parachute in to SLE, Nicaragua right now, I guarantee you will never find this factory. <laughs> you know, it is. That's amazing. These um, guys were, yeah. Yeah, that worked out. That that is a that's a really cool thing. I I love these stories, especially because that the city of Esteli. I mean, obviously, there's like I, I I used to think there was 64 cigar factories there, but somebody corrected me and said there's more than that nowadays. Um, that's amazing that you found one that was just such a perfect fit for you guys. Uh, when we come back from commercial, well, wait, real oh, quick, yeah. a lot of uh, commenters are are kind of wondering like where they can where they can get these cigars. All right, yeah, well, let's do that right now. Uh, where can folks buy uh, so, this st- cigar? Right now, if you go to our website, uh, you know, uh, West Tampa to, uh, Tobacco Company, you'll see uh, go to uh, I think um, uh, addresses, and you'll see every shop that we have currently in the U.S. So hopefully, you're going to see a shop by you. But there's also other avenues right now to, to get our cigars. Uh, other, uh, if you don't have a shop near you, but um, uh, we are kind of uh, right now in a hundred and I think I, I Gus said a hundred and eighty-two shops right now already. Wow! In uh, two months, we're in a hundred and eighty-two, and we had a goal for our first year. If we can't just get into a hundred accounts, we'll be happy. And already in two months, we're in 180-something accounts. That's amazing. Wow. And then the key, obviously, uh, I mean, uh, people always say, like, uh, it's one thing to, you know, get into uh, a retail location, but it's another thing to be able to have people want to buy it so that they reorder. And that really boils down to how good the cigar is. And so um, this particular cigar, folks, is really good. I recommend uh, – Try the black, try the white, see what one uh, matches your flavor profile better. I think the black is phenomenal. Jordan, how's the white Smoking going? Smoking really nice, classic Cabano flavors, a lot of, uh, cabinet spices, toasted bread, that kind of stuff. It's uh, it's real tasty so far. Yeah, I, I I think you guys are going to dig this. Uh, you, if you're if you're a CAO fan, you're really really going to like it. If you're uh, if you like that salty note, you're going to love it like I do. Uh, folks, this show is sponsored by JR Cigars. One of the world's largest online cigar stores. JR's inventory ranges from everyday bundled cigars to incredibly high-end boxes, plus a large selection of cigar accessories. Enjoy the best prices on your favorite brands such as Romeo and Julieta, Monte Cristo, Crown Heads, Davidoff, and many more. Make sure to try one of their exclusive lines such as the Drew Estate Nightshade or the limited edition Cigar Dojo 10th Anniversary Champagne by Perdomo. Yeah, baby. Get your one of those. Use coupon code DOJOLOVE to save 
18% on that on that bad boy. Celebrate over 50 years of excellence. And stock up on your favorite cigars today. This is episode 343 of Smoke Night Live. We are chatting with none other than Rick Rodriguez of West Tampa Tobacco Company. Brand new brand that me and Jordan are both smoking right now. And we're going to get into now, uh, we're going to expand the conversation, Jordan. We're going to expand the conversation and sort of get to know Rick a little bit better and uh, what makes him tick and such. Uh, the next the next question, Rick, first of all, Rick, thank you for taking the time on Friday night to join us on Smoke Not Live. Really appreciate it, brother. Um, thank you. You're thank a good you. man. I, I'm, I'm thinking of the pros and cons, and we touched on this a little bit already in the show. The pros and cons uh, with working uh, with a big, huge company like General and you're being with CAO compared to uh, a little startup, um, you know, West Tampa Tobacco Company. And the first sort of pro and con that I'd like you to touch upon is what's it like now as a, you know, like dealing with consumers and retailers compared to when you are with a brand like CAO? Now when you walk in, to a retail location. Now you're with West Tampa Tobacco Company. You're a, a small startup. People know your name. You're an icon in the industry. But is it different? What are the pros and cons of of you know being with the big CAO general uh, conglomerate? And now you're with West Tampa. I don't have their credit card in my pocket <laughs> anymore. <laughs> it's devastating, guys. It's devastating. Uh, I, one of my first trips ever for West Tampa, I remember going through the uh, uh, airport and I was thirsty and uh, picked up a bottle of water, took it, and it was, uh, you know, $5.50, <laughs> put it back, went to the little fucking machine, and I think I, uh, uh, I uh, took on a kid, you know, and drank uh, from the fountain. And so not having that credit card, was a huge hit to me. So, but uh, you know what? It's fun. It's fun because I, I just, this gives me the opportunity to see if I could do it without the safety net. So you like the challenge, or, or, the challenge or, portion. For sure, for sure, for sure to see if I can work with three tobaccos, not, you know, have access to 15, 20 wrappers. And so as a chef, if you go to a chef, what's the hardest meal to cook? Things that use three ingredients. Because when you have access to everything, you can do some great things. But can you make me a great dinner with just um, olive oil, spaghetti, and garlic? Okay, I'll see. A master chef can do that. So the challenge for me to work with a smaller uh, company I don't have the access to the tobacco I'm used to was something I was looking forward to and to put in play what Benji and Nestle taught me. It's not about how much tobacco you have. It's working with the tobacco you have. Now, last month, uh, was it last month, Jordan? PCA? Um, yeah. Yeah, it was last month. Wow. Uh, last month was the big uh, Premium Cigar Association trade show. You were there, um, and it was, it was sort of uh, – you know, obviously, it was your first go round with West Tampa, and and people were coming into your booth, and they a lot of them probably knew you, 
And a lot of them might have been surprised that they, they might have not even heard the news, you know, that things had changed. What was their reaction uh, when they came into the booth and realized that, uh, wow, Rick Rodriguez, here he is, uh, CEO Rick Rodriguez, and he has a new company. What were their thoughts? What, how, what was the response like? Uh, what do I need to order? Hmm. It really was. Uh, it was, no, can we show you the box? Can we show you the cigar? Can we talk about the price point? Ricky, no, no, no. What do we need to order? We wanted to support you. That was overwhelming to me. Wow. Overwhelming. And so that a combination of stopping everybody and say, hey, can you sit down and take 15 minutes out of your schedule and fill out an application for us to send that? And I was amazed that people, because they're so busy, were willing to sit there and fill out this paperwork and turn it in. Now I can buy from you? Yes, let me uh, spread this order for you. So that was amazing to me that uh, the uh, amount of uh, love, uh, the amount of, uh, you know, uh, other factories, uh, other people coming to our, our booth and say, congratulations, wish you so much luck. Anything you need from me, uh, you can uh, have. So it was, bro, it's overwhelming. It was overwhelming. That's that's great. That's yeah. great to hear. I, I assumed that it would sort of go like that, but just because of your reputation in the industry. What would you say... Um, your blending philosophy is like we talk to a lot of people that uh, are, are brand reps that don't necessarily blend. But then we also talk to people that are blenders such as yourself. And there's a, a kind of a wide variety of answers to this question. And I don't think that there's anything there's no there's no right or wrong answer. Like some exactly. people, some exactly. people blend to what um, they uh, that what they know that the market is looking for. Other people blend because. They, they, they personally like that blend and they, and they figure if I personally like it, then other people, consumers, they might like it. What, what is sort of your blending philosophy? Uh, General Cigar and CEO taught me, listen to your fan base because they'll dictate to you what they want from you, the next step, the next cigar. So I was always key to listening to doing events. What do you want from us? What do you want from CAO? And so that to me is, you know, information you can never pay for. So of course I will always blend a cigar for me. Sometimes uh, we have a new line that we're going to introduce in the market in, um, I think in October called the Attic Series. And this is a series that I can tell personal stories. So that cigar is going to represent me more than the fan base. But uh, when I kind of at that starting point, it's easy for me to just remember, hey, they want more body. They want spice. They want sweetness. They want Maduro. They want something for Cameroon. And so if you listen to your base or the base, they'll dictate to you, if you give us this, we'll support this. So why not listen to them? Because at the end of the day, I'm not buying cigars. We're trying to make a cigar that these guys and the girls can buy and enjoy. So just uh, for me, uh, listen to the fan base and working within this, you know, uh, you know, the target that they're giving us and try to develop the cigar they want from us. All right. Uh, now, Rick, you've been in the industry for a long time and and probably a lot more involved than most of the folks that we talk to. How would you compare the cigar industry as it as it stands today 
with the cigar industry as it stood when you got into it initially? Like, how is are there are there some some like objective things that have changed over the last twenty or so years as far as a uh, it could be it could be uh, consumer demand, consumers what they want. It could be how uh, cigar, you know the process as far as cigar distribution. Like, what are some of the major sort of changes that have happened over the last twenty years? that make it different now than it was when you got into the industry? Uh, the consumers are getting smarter. Uh, it's harder for you to just release a cigar that uh, it's just kind of bullshit because these guys are smoking so many cigars and girls, uh, ladies too. And they know, they know so much information right now that they didn't know 25 years ago. Uh, the internet and all that is just flooding these people with information. So, Today's first-time uh, smokers are going into these shops with so much information already, what they think they're going to want, what they like. And so I think for me, education, these guys are getting smarter. Back in the day, uh, you know, 15 years ago, the question was, what's the difference between Maduro and natural? Mm. Today uh, is how do you ferment tobacco to get it to Maduro. They're so really diving deeper and deeper. And so gone to the days, oh, this cigar is from Nicaragua. Last time I checked, there was multiple areas growing tobacco in Nicaragua. And so where in Nicaragua? And what flavor are you trying to receive from that area? So they're getting smarter. And so you need to be aware that you can't just pull the kind of the wool over the eyes and say, we're just going to give you a cigar and uh, we think you're going to like it because these guys are doing some research that uh, it just keeps you on your toes. Now, a follow-up question to that, Rick, is is do you like that? Do you like the fact that a consumer is, is more educated now? Does that present to you as a blender more of a challenge uh, than maybe 20 years ago when you could just say, Here's our next uh, CAO Maduro. I hope you guys like it. <laughs> you know? No, no. Uh, because of my training and these legendary guys from Nick, Mr. Coleman, from Frank Vanessa to Danielle to Benji to Nesto, uh, the information I gave up. Uh, to tell you the truth, one of my hardest things is to, to interview and talk about West Tampa. Because to me, it's a commercial. When you see me perform or do an event, I kind of say I'm the winner from CAO and I represent that company. That's it. Now let's pull the kind of the, the, uh, the curtain behind and let you see what we do and how we do it in the factories and grown tobacco. So no, I love to share all these uh, great stories and help them understand what you're kind of getting from this style of uh, tobacco or the cigar. And so for me, knowledge is power. And so the more information I can share with everybody, the more they trust me, the more they believe in what I do. Uh, so the more they're going to follow me if I give them a cigar that they, they want to smoke. So I love that. So education is of maybe 90% when I do my events, all we talk about is, hey guys, any questions about how, why, and when we do this uh, 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 project. 
Now, the most important thing right now that we got to uh, handle on the show is I need more bourbon. Matt, uh, could you bring me... In the meantime, uh, Could you audience, bring me some more bourbon, please? Audience question for Rick. Uh, I think Chad, Chad was wondering if you're going to be at Rocky Mountain Cigar Fest this year. Yeah, for sure. For sure. We just made a date. I'm coming to your uh, garage. Yes! <laughs> so, Chad, there you go. Chad, you'll probably be at our, our uh, Docella Festival on Thursday before Rocky Mountain Cigar Fest. So Rick will be there. He'll be hanging out here in the dojo studio, which uh, is going to be a blast. So thank you for that question, Chad. Uh, last question, Rick, before we get into some deep thoughts, which uh, is a segment okay. that we like to do where we uh, get into your psyche and uh, uh, really basically psychoanalyze you as a human being and decide if you're worthy or not. Um, but besides that, uh, what talk about? I get to work with Jordan. Jordan's my son. He's my eldest son. What? And I love working with Jordan. Uh, we have a great time. We've been doing this for ten years now. This is the tenth anniversary of Cigar Dojo this year, 2012. We started. This is 2022. So we're having a great time. Talk about um, getting to work with your daughter. Uh, how do you just just explain to the folks how satisfying that is to have such a great relationship with family and being able to do this with your daughter. Mm. Wow. Uh, yeah, I'm, a, I'm not ready for that. Um, it's um, everything I dreamed of. Um, Sarah and I is our, our, my only child. Uh, so we have this, this relationship. It goes beyond father and daughter. Uh, I'm proud that when she mentioned me, you are my best friend. And so we shared a lot and I've shared a lot of uh, things with Sarah throughout my uh, life and all that, because I want her to know her father, the good and the bad. And so to have this opportunity was uh, something that I dreamed of. Uh, thank God my partner agreed that this is something that we found a value in. Uh, and I'm, I'm just thankful for uh, Sarah to say yes, you know, yes, I want to work with you, and so that uh, that situation does. If you're a father, uh, you know where I'm coming from. Uh, it's just a dream come true for me, and I think uh, for Sarah too, because again, our relationship uh, goes beyond father and daughter. And for me to pass on this to Sarah, uh, she's going to be more and more important to this company in the future. Because, uh, and, you know, I don't kid myself. I'm going to be 63 years old in uh, November. And so I don't I don't have the time that I gave Jungle Cigar, 25 years. I don't have that to give to my daughter in this company. So the more I can put on her, the more information I share with her, the more she's going to be able to take this torch and still continue down this path called, um, you know, West Tampa Tobacco. Now, uh, Rick, I was on the Johnny Smokes Uncut show last night. Had a great time with them. Oh, I love those guys. Yeah, they're love great. Those guys. And, uh, in fact, uh, Dojo is sponsoring the Johnny Smokes Uncut month this month. So make sure to join their Facebook group. We're going to give away some big prizes. But on that show, Rick, uh, one of the questions that they asked me um, was uh, women in the industry that I respect. And uh, I brought up Janine Perdomo. I brought up Cynthia Fuente. So we can only imagine – in five years from now, the uh, impact that Sarah will have on this industry. We're really looking forward to the fact that uh, you and her are going to be uh, building this company together. It's super exciting. 
Thank you so much. Uh, I think she's uh, excited. Uh, Gus is excited. I'm excited. And uh, it's just a, you know, a matter of time. And so we're going to do the right thing. We're going to send her to the factory. She's going to train in the, uh, the uh, farms and barns and the factories. She's going to know from seeds to finished product before we start to say she can uh, pick up this company or this torch and carry it on. So we'll do the right thing for her. And that's going to be the right thing for everybody. So we take her time and uh, train her and uh, help us uh, her along this way. That's awesome. All right, let's do some deep thoughts, Jordan. We're gonna uh-huh. we're gonna psychoanalyze uh, Rick Rodriguez, West Tampa Tobacco Company, and we're gonna this. Good luck. I, th- I think that these three questions, these are deep questions, uh, Rick, and we can go off okay. on rabbit trails right. if we want to, or maybe we won't. Who knows? But, ladies and gentlemen, deep thoughts with Rick Rodriguez. Rick, the first question. Okay. Is it more important to be respected or to be liked? In my eyes, like, uh, because uh, that's a friend of mine. So, like, you know, respect uh, comes with the uh, uh, when you do a good job. But for uh, for me, like, because uh, you can't respect somebody that you don't like. That's interesting, Jordan. I think oh, we, wow. I think that we've gotten a pretty wide range of answers. We've asked this question, the same question, Rick, uh, maybe like four or five different times. Different angle. And and we get different angles on it every time, which makes that an interesting question. <laughs> um, so uh, I appreciate that answer. All right, Jordan. The next question, deep thoughts for Rick is: Is it ever okay to lie? And if so, Rick. Under what circumstances? Uh, yes, and uh, when you're talking to your wife, when you're walking into the house at 3 o'clock in the morning, you need to lie. <laughs> you need to lie. You're, you had a blowout. Your fucking engine blew out. Uh, you need to lie. It's a baby lie, a white a white, uh, a white lie, but yeah, yeah, for sure. I lie all the time. Now there, there, there's some there's some legendary stories of you of you Rick with uh, rental cars and um, and this sort of has to do with a little bit of lying. A kind that's of a, a that's a white lie a kind of a lie like you're not yeah. supposed you're not supposed to smoke in a rental car but you've had some creative ways of of covering that up with with a lie can you share any of that with the uh, the listeners? Oh yeah, so. Uh... When uh, I started with cars to do my uh, job, uh, I always was uh, checking out, and I said to whoever's checking, "Hey, your car smokes like smoke, like <laughs> cigarettes." Oh, really? We'll put that name. So I was always turning cars, bro. I mean, stunk like an old bar. And I, oh my God, you smoke? No, I reported that to everybody. Oh, yeah. So go on. But uh, I forgot sometimes to say that, and I smoked uh, every rented car I've ever rented. I smoked a cigar, and so I learned it by mistake. One time, late at night, I bought a pack of French fries from Eatem, <laughs> and they were in my car. The next day, it smelled like McDonald's. So, lesson to uh, everybody: buy two packs of French fries. One you eat. And the one other one just shove in the seat of your car. And turn your car in. 
no problem. They don't no even problem. notice it, huh? <laughs> That's and if you forget to be a fridge fry thing, when you're filling your car up, open your back door, shake the gas, <laughs> drop this in your back. Turn your car and say to that rental car agency, I think you, your car is leaking gas. So they'll put that car off the line and tear apart to find that leak. That's, and I'm just driving down the road. Adios. Until the next time. I, 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 don't know, I don't know about the morality of that one, but God, I love it. It's amazing. <laughs> I think, you know what, uh, I think Avis uh, has a lot of money, so I don't really worry about them. Yeah, I don't worry about them. It's on them. All right, our final Deep Thoughts question for you, Rick, is what is the meaning of life? Wow, you guys are getting deep, huh? Yeah. That's why we call it Deep Thoughts. Meaning of life, uh, you know what? Uh, to check out of life and uh, have people follow you to your burial, because without that, uh, you're just going to be buried by your ex or your wife in their journey, and that's it. So my thing is, I want to uh, die, and everybody, it just bro, just pay your respects, smoke a cigar, come to my funeral, uh, ash in my coffin. And we'll sell it up and just, you know, float it down the river. Uh, but, uh, you know, the meaning of life to me is just, uh, you know, friendships, uh, relationships, uh, family. And uh, that's important to me. Rick, uh, when your funeral happens, I plan to be there. And I'm just going to sprinkle. I'm going to sprinkle a little gasoline. I'm going to sprinkle a little gasoline on the on the casket. And I'm, I'm going to be like, I'm going to be, I'm going to be like, hey, funeral director, I think this casket smells like gasoline. <laughs> yep. Yeah. All right, Just Rick. Bless his heart. Yeah, bless his heart. Uh, where do you see uh, West Tampa Tobacco Company in five years from now? What's what's the um, medium to long term goal? Uh, we'll you know continue to open shops. Uh, we don't you know we have no uh, you know plans to be a general cigar or CAO and be on at three thousand shops and all that. We just want to be a shops that uh, respect what we do, and we're going to give them a great cigar so we can also, uh, you know, take care of them. Because I can't be everywhere, but if we're small enough, you can be something special to this guy. So uh, our future is to continue to grow in the U.S., in Europe, and uh, hopefully we'll be in China by the year five. Because China really wants me to uh, have West Tampa, but that's going to be years uh, a process but i think by the year uh uh five will be totally global and uh i'll look forward to that now i know you're a uh tampa bay bucks fan uh being in tampa sure. there but uh are you a uh a tampa bay lightning fan because jordan and i are the uh, we live and breathe and die hockey and uh this year as you know we met in the Stanley Cup, and I don't want to. I don't want to do. <laughs> I, I don't want to spike the football too much, but the Colorado Avalanche did defeat Tampa Bay in the Stanley Cup. I didn't know if you were aware of that. Yeah. I'm just throwing that out there. No, we were because you know what, Tampa. We didn't really watch it. We're so kind of over winning and winning and winning. So <laughs> after two, you know, guys, take you a can break. have one. Give, 
yeah, you can have one. We'll see you next year. Uh, but uh, it was a fun run, bro, because if you look at 20, uh, mm-hmm. 20 was a shutdown year, and we won the Super Bowl the next year. We right. won the Stanley Cup. We're in the World Series. It all came alive for Tampa, and it was uh, something special to be a Tampa Bay fan for hockey, baseball, and football. It was the best time of our lives in Tampa. Now, so, uh, Oh Congratulations. yeah! Congratulations. Uh, I'll see you next year. Yeah, <laughs> now, not gonna be that easy. You're 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 a hundred percent right. And um and 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 we uh, uh honestly like uh coach our coach uh Bednar said in the post game he was like he said directly to the Tampa Bay uh, Association you know to the team and the management like you guys you guys are what we wanted to model ourselves after we want to win two, three cups in a row. So uh, yeah. you guys have no no reason to hang your heads. Rick, I'm going to be in Tampa in um, early December. So hopefully maybe me and you could um, hang out and uh, and smoke a this cigar together. Is, this garage is open for you guys anytime, anytime. If I'm home, that's the garage's door is open, and I'm here uh, smoking cigars and waiting for a friend to stop by. Wow, that's amazing, Rick! You got to start calling that garage a studio. It's yeah. a lot classy. Yeah, classy. I love that. <laughs> yeah. Wait till I get my new microphone. Yeah, yeah. I'm really being impressed. All yeah. right, Rick, uh, don't go away. Uh, we can't thank you enough for joining us on a Friday night on Smoke Night Live, Rick Rodriguez, ladies and gentlemen. Don't leave, please. I want to talk to you for like a couple minutes after the show. But uh, thank you so much, really, for taking the time to join us on Smoke Night Live, my friend. It was an amazing show. Thank you so much, and uh, hopefully, it's not going to be another two. 343 episodes <laughs> before we have me back on no 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 maybe i'll maybe we'll do a uh maybe when i'm out there we'll do a uh we'll do a live show together from your uh, i would love that from i your, would love that from your studio, yeah, yeah. studio. Okay, i love that i love we'll do that. that uh folks wednesday uh flavor odyssey returns with your hosts robbie raz and randy griggs and this week they're going to be seeking the perfect pairing for the Andalusian Bull. Now, if you can't get your hands on that cigar, uh, you can try any other LFD. What was the one they recommended? The, um, well, they double, said the Double Lajero. There's also, um, I mean, this would even be harder to get, but the, the 25th anniversary is basically the Andalusian Bull. Yeah, well. so uh, get your hands on an LFD. If you can get the Andalusian Bull, great. Um, and we're going to be seeking the best drink pairing for that particular cigar, which is a fantastic smoke. By the way, that cigar lasts forever, Jordan. Oh, yeah. Uh, burns forever. So that'll be fun. A week from tonight on Smoke Night Live, we are going to be doing the cigar brand stock market. So maybe, maybe West Tampa Tobacco Company might be one of the brands. And on that show, we ask a panel of experts, would you buy, would you hold, or would you sell stock in a variety of cigar brands so I think for sure I'm going to add uh, West Tampa to that. We'll see what I the we'll see what the uh, what the uh, panel of experts uh, have to say about West Tampa. So make sure to join us for that. Uh, until next week, everybody, remember never, never smoke alone. alone. We'll see you guys next Friday night. The Monte Cristo 1935 Nicaragua was one of the most highly rated cigars of the year. 
Expertly crafted by legendary blenders Rafael Nadal and AJ Fernandez, this cigar was blended to celebrate the 85th anniversary of the Monte Cristo line. It is hand-rolled using all-age Nicaraguan tobaccos exclusively from AJ's farm. This bold cigar is bursting with rich notes of chocolate, leather, a dash of spice, and a smooth, creamy finish. Enjoy one of the finest cigars of the year right now at jrcigars.com.